Happy Thursday, everybody, and welcome to the most handsome podcast about madmen on all of the internet, Made Man, where today, right now, live on YouTube, I talk about madmen for the last time ever. So, this past Tuesday, I watched the season finale of season seven, which also happened to be the series finale. Last time ever watching Mad Men. Well, last time ever watching an episode for the first time. And then I went back and I rewatched it right away. Finished it, rewatched it right away. And um, I, I can't wait to talk a little bit more about it. Um, I can't believe the major thing at the ending that I didn't even pick up on. I'm a big, but look, if you, if you listen, my finger weird. If you listen to the show at all, you know, A, I go off on weird tangents. B, I'm not all that smart. So things happen that like, you'd be like, you're an idiot. You picked, you didn't get that right. And, and D, I, I'm going to drink a Bud Light Lime during this. They're not a sponsor, but I'm going to drink it. So who knows what could happen during live. Hmm. Oh, <laughs> and I see, I see some text messages coming in. So I saw on Twitter, um, uh, Joe Tuttle, yo, yo, Joe, yo, Joe. And I see him um, also in the chat already uh, talking about some questions. And I feel like I missed one, but I can't find it. Um, maybe I can see it all. I don't I don't know. I'm trying to find all the questions, but um, I saw that he said something about, is this my all time favorite show? And I don't, I, I would never say it's my all time favorite show yet, but maybe it will be. It might be the best show I've ever watched. Like highest quality. Like I think from beginning to end the show that I, when I watch it, I felt like I was seeing something important that I was seeing something smarter than everything else, that like you'd see something that symbolizes something else. But I'm also what you would term as a man-child geek. So when I, whenever people say, what's your favorite shows of all time, I say things like Lost. I say things like Smallville. I know. Uh, but I love, you know, Breaking Bad, Justified, Sons of Anarchy, all these shows that um, I've already watched. So I can't, I can't watch them again for the first time. So I remember a couple of years ago, um, I was at my cousin's house and I swear to God to you, I was in his bathroom and I was thinking about, we were, we go up there usually every summer for a couple days and I do a lot of thinking in the bathroom. I'm in his bathroom and I say to myself, um, self, you know, what would you do for another podcast? What, what's another idea for a podcast that you would do? So I said, you know, I should do a show. I've always wanted to watch Mad Men. I should just force myself to watch it and make a podcast that will force me to stick with it on a weekly basis. And I thought this would be great. And what I could actually do is I'll, I'll talk for like 10 minutes about each episode, blah, 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 blah. And that's it. And that's how it started. The first episode was like 11 minutes. And then it just went longer and longer and longer. And um, then I started like, I said, okay, I'm going to stockpile these things. I'm going to watch, you know, one episode, four episodes a week and, and just podcast about them. And then, it's, you know, put them out every week. That didn't happen. 
I literally finish watching the show, pick up my recorder and start talking 99% of the time. But it's, it's like sometimes I got to the point where it's like Friday night. I'm going, oh, man, I haven't started watching it. And I'm like, I want to watch a show where I don't have to try to remember what I just watched. Just watch something, enjoy it, and move on. So then I be like, okay. And, and not that it was ever work because, my God, this is, you know, fun podcasting. And you could see the effort I put into it. I try taking notes sometimes. And sometimes it just it made watching the show less enjoyable. And it made um, talking about the show just less spontaneous. Many times I used to take the recorder, walk away, and try to remember everything that happened in the show. And then more recently, I would watch it. Then I'd go back and Netflix and kind of just look at it again and remind me, okay, this is what happened. This is what happened because my memory uh, isn't always the greatest. Um, I had a question here. Now, if I missed any of these questions in the text, uh, in the you know messages, I apologize. Again, this is from um, my boy Joe. He says, which of John's relationships did you like the most or would you have had the chance best chance to succeed for, you know, it's, I always thought one of these is going to stick. So I thought, oh, okay. Um, maybe Rachel from the, uh, from the, see, I'm terrible from the, from the, the store, but that didn't work out. Obviously that ended tragically for her. I never thought that artist early on. Uh, and then I really thought, oh, this is how it ends. He took his second chance with Megan and he did it right this time. And he was right. He was good for a while. It felt like, and it felt like, I think the moment that, that Megan started branching out and becoming an actress and she got that, that first major, was it a commercial or it was something. And then Don's walking away from her um, while she is, uh, you know, getting ready to act because Don ended up getting her the job. I think it was a commercial. And then the next thing we see that episode, he's at a bar and he sees a couple of young ladies and, um, and then he, um, oh, I want to see that full. It's so weird. I can't see full. Oh yes. Okay. Um, you know, and then I think from there, he just went cuckoo bananas, mostly with Dr. Wife. That made me angry. I did not like that. I didn't like that he was doing uh, I didn't like the way he treated Betty, obviously. Uh, I didn't like the way he ended up treating Megan. Look, it's tough. It is so tough to want to root for Don Draper. And yet, John Hamm makes you want to root for him. And I guess the writers just make you want to root for him. Um, I've got a comment from Jay Perry. Hey, buddy. I think Don went back to New York a changed man. So there was a, uh, a tweet I got the other day. And I'm going to read it to you. Uh, and I couldn't believe it. I could not believe that um, that when I that I missed this. But you know me. Um, oh, I'm getting weird. Okay, I'm going to change my mic here. So that I don't screw this up anymore. I was having weird audio sounds and um, I don't want that to happen anymore. So I'm going to turn this off. 
turn off the, I thought I'd have the music playing and it's not working very well. So, okay. Hi, can you hear me okay? Am I being heard? Good, okay. So um, I watched the episode. Don obviously at the end has his meditation. He smiles, little ding, and then uh, the Coke jingle plays. I watched it again, same thing. And here's where I screwed up. Um, I thought, oh, it's kind of a, a juxtaposition of, um, you know, Don here trying to, to get away. He says he's retired. He says he's no longer an ad man. Don's getting away from it. And he is, um, you know, uh, he's a changed man. And then, but look, here's the commercial commercialization uh, still, you know, going on, the big thing in the show. And then I read a tweet from Mr. Paul Gallagher, who, when he told me this, like a light bulb went off in my head. And I said, oh, my God, I cannot believe this. So I'm going to read his tweet. Um, I listened to each episode and really, uh, it really improved the whole experience. Thank you. But I think you misread the very last scene. Oh, I did. Like I saw Don happy and content think, thinking that was the way it wraps up. But the smile breaks out on his face and the scene changes to the Coke ad of all the hippies and the people, the hippie dippies, that was me adding the dippy part, uh, in the world and the field outside. Clearly Don's smile is because he just came up with one of the best ads ever made, which he does when he heads back to New York. And then he says, I love the way the whole thing switched in the last 20 seconds. Um, and Jay, you kind of said, you know, Don went back to New York a changed man. You know, Peggy says, don't you want to work on Coke? And I thought Don thought was like, no, that's the furthest thing from that. Peggy, you're so focused on um, the, you know, the, the, the ad and, and, and wanting to do better at your job. And Don just wants to live his life. I should have known better. I should have known that at that moment, see, being surrounded by all these hippy dippies trying to make his life better, uh, that Don realized that he could use that, use that to not only get back into McCann Erickson, but get back with the most incredible ad idea that just basically changed Coca-Cola uh, in the 70s. Uh, I am a child of the 70s. I was born in the late 70s, but everybody knows that. And, you know, it reminds me of, I like to uh, buy Bud Light Lime, not a sponsor. I can't believe there are people watching. This, this is so exciting. Um, let's see if I have any other questions. Okay, so another thing uh, Joe said is, you sound like you are happy about it being the last time. I don't know if I'm happy about it being the last time because when I finished watching it, there was this weird sense of like, I can't believe it's over. First of all, it's a weird sense of, I can't believe I completed it. I can't believe I did it. Like I set out to do something and okay, maybe a week turned into a week and a half sometimes, but for the most part, I put on a new episode just about every week for 90 weeks, give or take a few days here or there. And I watched from the beginning to the end. And the toughest thing for me was um, sometimes you'd finish an episode and I'd be like, oh, I want to watch another one right now. But I kind of did it like you would when it was on TV. I'd have to wait a whole week and then I'd watch it again. Uh, but it was never one of those things where I was like, wait a minute, where did I leave off? Because the nice thing is when the season ended, I just jump into the next season. So I'm kind of excited about doing this. I'm nervous about doing this. I wasn't sure what the outcome would be or if anyone would even be here. So the fact that there are people here, that's awesome. 
Uh, and I just, I'm just excited that A, I finished it and I completed it, but B, that I decided not to um, let the podcast go. My original thinking was, great, I'm going to finish this podcast and that that feed, that podcast, that um, RSS feed, whatever you want to call it, um, will live on forever. So if you want to find Mad Men, you can search, find my podcast, and listen to every episode, talk about every show forever. And while that will be the case, um, things are going to be changing. There will be a new name for the podcast. The RSS feed should stay the same. So if you are subscribed, then you should not have any issues. And you just may notice a different picture and a different uh, name. But the Made Man episodes will live on, will be there forever. And then uh, the new show, the next show um, will be there. And I was thinking, you know, should I do it where I watch an entire show again? Or should I do it where I watch a bunch of different shows? So for the for the next one, I'm going to watch this show from beginning to end. It's not as long, so it shouldn't be as bad. And then after that, I'm thinking I should do a season of a show at a time. So, you know, if I'm going to watch a show that's nine seasons, maybe I'll watch one season of the show. Then I'll switch to another show. Then I'll go back to another show. I have all these different ideas. Who knows? They may change. At one point, I was planning on doing a Star Trek podcast uh, where I watch every episode of Star Trek, of every Star Trek show. And that kind of felt like, well, if I did that on a weekly basis, I think I calculated that it would take me 14 years. And I'm not kidding, 14 years. Uh, and I don't know. I mean, I could be in this palatial studio. If you're, if you're just tuning in now, we're in the Made Man Studios, which if you notice there's a tall rack right here, which could tell you that there's, um, that I might be in the bathroom. I'm not gonna say I'm not in the bathroom, um, but I'm not gonna say I am in the bathroom. Let's put it that way. Uh, okay, more questions, more questions. Which character arc did you like the best from their introduction to the end of their show? Um, honestly, I have, I think, um, I think Peggy. I think. Um, one of the things, like, I, like, she, I mean, when you think about where she started, you know, she seemed like this young woman uh, her hair, you know, done up like with little ponytail, um, that rat bastard Pete Campbell taking, you know, honestly taking advantage of her. But, you know, he had a fiance at home. Um, right. They weren't married yet. Maybe they were married. No, I don't think they were. Uh, and, you know, she went from um, someone who was young and naive, trying to make a name for herself to show to showing initiative, so much initiative that she kind of forced herself into becoming a copywriter. People just treated her like shit apologize my language. And she just pushed forward, pushed forward. You know, she had a rough go of it. Everything that happened with Pete, everything that happened with the child and the pregnancy. Um, but Dawn, uh, the way Dawn and her interacted was just awesome. All the way that at the end, at the last episode, at least Dawn got to, um, you know, talk to her and they had their moment, their person to person moment over the phone. Um, I, I loved her kind of initiative so much that she left and she went to work for Ted. And that moment with her and Don, when she when she said goodbye was, was pretty sad and awesome. Uh, and then she ended up coming back 
and uh, well, yeah, coming back and then moving on with them to McCann. And that great episode with Roger and her roller skating, her showing up like a boss with the cigarette hanging out of her mouth. Um, and one of the, like I rewound it a couple times when like it it was a it was kind of out of the blue, but not out of the blue. The whole thing with Rizzo and her on the last episode, where Rizzo, you know, think about how far they came. Where at one point they seemed to dislike each other so much that they got naked for naked sake in a hotel room to do work, if I remember correctly. And they end up in love. And it was like, I was very happy because Stan always respected her and you could see that he cared for her. And it was like with that realization where she's like, I don't even, I don't think about you at all. She goes, but I must, and I must. And I, you're here and you're also here. And that whole, that acting that she did was so spectacular. Like the whole, what, what, what did you say? What, what? And, um, oh, that's a good question. Um, and just her getting her happy ending, you know, she got screwed over by Ted. She had that boyfriend that she just didn't, you know, he was too much into, I'm writing. I'm so, I'm socially writing and all these things. And finally she was able to, um, kind of not only focus on her career, realizing that, you know, she doesn't have to go with Joan at the end. She could still be happy about her career and move on. And uh, by 1980, she could be a copywriter. And, um, you know, she got found happiness in the end, happiness in the office and happiness in life. So I love Pe uh, Peggy Olson's arc majorly. Um, and I'm shocked that Pete ended up, I'm, I'm happy for Pete, which is a weird thing to say, because if he, he seemed like he finally figured it out at the end. And he, if he got the job, he got his wife back. And I mean, you know, Alison Brie. I mean, he's a lucky man. And she seemed really happy about it. He got his daughter back, Tammy, also the name of my wife. I'm pointing like she's behind me, but she's in the other room. Uh, and he got, the, he got the Learjet. He got it all, which I'm almost like, damn it, Pete, you don't deserve it. But he got it. Um, which character do you wish you saw more of? Hmm, that is an interesting one. I, you know, I, that's, a, that's an interesting question. I, right off the bat, I want to say Ken Cosgrove, because for me, Ken always felt like he was the good one. He never did anything like terrible. You know, he did his work and he, we never saw him stepping on his wife. Um, you know, he lost his eye and he kept working uh, and he found uh, a way to stick it to um, Sterling Cooper, McCann, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and be happy in the end. Um, Wichita is beautiful. Yes, Mercutia. I think I'm saying that right. After watching the entire series, do you have more sympathy, empathy, or respect for Peggy? For Betty, I was talking to someone at work, and they and they said their favorite character was Betty, and I was like, what? For years, I have bashed Betty. I've called her name. I'm not names, but I say she's selfish. And, you know, she's a she's a simpleton. All she cares about herself. But when I think about how terrible she was treated by Don, you know, I should really put this on mute. I put this on mute. So she was really treated um, terribly by her husband, and then she finally found a good husband. But then, like, that she would do things that just made me not like her, like cut her hair and give it to a child, like almost flirt with that same child seven years later. Uh, you know, she 
was not great with Sally. Uh, and you, then you find out she gets sick and you feel so bad for her. And then she starts smoking still. And then she she wants everything to be so perfect. I want everything to be perfect. Um, and I want everything to be right. And, you know, to the point where she doesn't want her kids to know. Yet Henry, who I felt really bad for, I felt really awful for, Henry went and told Sally, put Sally in this position as like, what, 15-year-old kid? I'm not even sure. Uh, and Bobby, guess what? This Bobby, the other two Bobbies, the original Bobbies, they have no idea. But this third Bobby, he uh, he knows about it anyway. So they can't keep it from him. He they, they um you know he figured it out, and he's like there. He, you know when he saw Sally, he's like, oh, is it going to happen? Like he knows his mother's going to die, and she's not there at all to be with him. And then at the end, she's smoking. There's there's like stuff all over the table, and Sally's scrubbing. I feel bad. Um. But I don't know if I feel more empathetic. I feel empath empathetic because she's going through something horrible. And she's had a rough go of it um, with Don and with her family and with her dad. And she she's had a rough go of it. But I don't know. I don't know if I, I don't know if I can I don't know if I can come around to make her my favorite. So but then she's had she had some great episodes where I loved her. Uh, it's a it's a rough thing. Um Wichita is beautiful. I'm saying that again. I think every character is flawed and broken. It mirrors real life. Whoa. Every character? Real life? Yeah. I think Bud Light Lime is beer, so that's my flaw. Uh, we all have things we aren't proud of and wish no one knew about. Yes, I, um, I've seen Neil Diamond twice in concert. On purpose. And I'm proud of it. Some worse than others. Yes, yes, yes. Some definitely worse with it. Worse than others. I want to make sure I'm not missing any other chats. Um, I think I've, I think I'm catching everything. If I miss it, I'm using this. I'm going to point to it right now. Streamyard. So if you've never heard of it, Streamyard.com. It's this free tool. Now you, you you can have your own logo there, but for free you have the Streamyard logo, and um, it's just a free, easy way to get yourself up on uh, YouTube Live, uh, Facebook Live, Periscope. If you pay for it, you can do all those things at once. For free, you can do one at a time. So I thought of putting this on the Made Man Pod Periscope, but you know that Twitter account never really blew up. I'm not good at this. But this one here, Geek Mentality, that's where you can find me. Um, that's where... You could um, you could follow me right now because that's going to be uh, living on forever. So just to give you a quick update of what else I do. So if you've ever been to the website fans.experts.com, um, I do other podcasts there, music, other things, wrestling, things you wouldn't you might not care about. But if you're a fan of movies, every June I do a thing called Movie Month. So there is a podcast called Geek Mentality, two words, on, on YouTube. You could find it. Uh, and every June, I watch a movie that I've never seen uh, every day. So 30 days, 30 movies, 30 podcasts. Uh, I've been doing it since 2014. It's a little-known podcast because nobody knows about it. Nobody listens to it. I do it more for myself. I started doing the podcast in 2016, I think. Um, so this is my 
seventh year of doing that. Um, so that's going to be um, coming up soon. Now, I used to go to the movie theaters a few times every month. I don't think that's happening this time around. Uh, but I will be doing, you know, so if you want to listen to me uh, every day in the month of June, I'm around. I'm available. Uh, but let me think. I want to talk quickly before I get to what's coming next for this podcast. I just want to kind of give um, quick thoughts on characters. Um, Roger Sterling. The thing I liked about Roger is, for the most part, he didn't care. He didn't have the con. He, he didn't seem like he had the conscience, or he didn't let the conscience come out, um, or he decided he like he he was the free spirit that you couldn't help but smile. It was weird to root for him too because you know sometimes he was a real jerk. He was a terrible husband the first time, terrible husband the second time, and all of a sudden he seems like he figured it out. That was one of my favorite moments in the episode when he says to Joan. Um, I met her through Megan Draper. She's old enough to be her mother. Actually, she is her mother. That was great. Um, and uh, I think hopefully he found his happy ending. I feel like so many people found their happy ending. Joan. Um, Joan felt like, you know, she was one who did find her happy ending, but so much, I don't want to say tragedy, but so much shit she had to go through. Uh, and I apologize for that. Um, so much she had to go from, first of all, her husband, who basically, you know, you know what he did to her in Dawn's office. Um, then the husband was kind of a jerk. The husband didn't even want to come back from, from war to be with his family. Okay, maybe not his kid. Then having to deal with, you know, um, still, you know, being with Roger and Roger not wanting to be with her. I, I always thought those two would end up together. Uh, but, you know, then she had... Um, to deal with, uh, she got fired the first time, right? She ended up working at the department store. They brought her back. She grew, built, built, built. And then what she had to do um, to get um, Jaguar. That is just, that was one of the most heartbreaking episodes. The way they did that, where they kind of did the timing, um, where, you know, you, you see Don going to tell her, to uh that she doesn't have to do this and then you realize later she does it uh and then you realize that that happened before she even spoke to don it was just it was so rough and the things she had to deal with um after that uh the way people looked at her and the way the people that knew about it the way they just they knew and it was like but she did do it it was the way they even put her in that position was awful um and then she gets screwed. She tries to force her hand at, you know, take the take the new job, get this guaranteed money. She tries to force her hand at the new place and they call her bluff and she ends up having to leave with pennies on the dollar. Um, but in the end, she showed initiative and to the point where you think, oh, she found this guy. He wants to take care of her. He wants to love her. Finally, she has this. Oh, sure. Do a little cocaine. Big deal. But all of a sudden, uh, he's like, oh, you want to do a business? Because he kind of was that way with the son first. Oh, you have a son? I'm not really into that. Oh, you want to keep working? I'm not really into that. You know, so long, Joan. I was like, what? What is happening? And she didn't let it stop her. She put on that happy face. And she didn't get Peggy, but she used her both, la both her last name. And I'm thinking she made something huge of herself. She started in her apartment 
and I'm sure she had some studio that it was on for years. Um, Bert Kuba was just weird. I like the way that he talked. He was like, he talked. I couldn't even, I don't even know if I can do it. And he knew when he learned about, uh, when he learned the truth about Don Draper, he was like, oh, Mr. Campbell, I don't even know if it, what matters here. Uh, but then, of course, he used that later to get Don to sign his contract. Pretty awesome. Oh, got more questions, more questions, more questions. The most powerful moment of the show was when Don was dreaming and killed a woman who was trying to get him to cheat. I was proud of his determination to be better. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was right. That was a weird one. That was a wild moment where he, wasn't he trying to, like, get rid of the body and then he realized it didn't happen? That was, uh, And when he cheated on doc, with Dr. Wife, I was crushed, too. Yeah, I was very crushed. Uh, I actually felt bad for the doc, the good doctor, and of course for Megan. And then you know, I mean, the fact that Sally walked in on them, ooh, ooh, that was rough. Uh, and Sally, to me, um, is also one of my favorite characters. She was like the adult a lot of the time. She saw her two parents uh, for who they were. And did not let that, um, did not let that, um, I can't think of the word, but did not, did not, wait, I'm going to think of it, define, did not, she did not, she would not be defined by her parents. Um, and, you know, early on when they got divorced and, and Sally and her, him would hang out and talk. I love those episodes. Later on, they'd have these moments like at the diner and stuff like that. Um, you know, the, uh, you know, Don's trying to talk her out of it. I don't know what you saw and all these things because Don always thinks he can fix it. Um, but just the, their relationship was always the best. And in a weird way, as much as uh, Glenn was a kind of a weird kid, Glenn and Sally's relationship was always cute too because it was never boyfriend girlfriend it was never more than you know brother sisterly um and it was rough that he was you know he was going to war he was going to join the service because he was failing out of school um unbelievable so if you miss any part of this episode i will be putting the audio portion out on the rss feed tonight and the RSS feed, I love Sally too. Boom. I, I would watch a show with her like if she was like a teenage witch. I would watch that show. I don't know if that could happen, but I would watch that show. Um, I, I will watch that show. Okay. Full disclosure. I like those those shows. Okay. I, I have a few DVR uh, CW shows. And my wife and I for a while were watching Riverdale. And this kind of is a weird spinoff of Riverdale. Um, so maybe I will watch her in that, uh, Sabrina on Netflix. Um, I think Betty's issue is being defined. This is Mercutia again. I think Betty's issue is being defined by her parents and not fully becoming her own person until the end. The great thing about Sally is that she avoids the pitfalls of being defined by Don. Defined. That was the word I was looking for. It's you're a beautiful girl. It's up to you to be more. That was the line when Don said that was at the bus station. I think, um, where Don said that, and that was awesome. I love that. Um, and yes, you know, Betty, you know, she was like the girl who was defined by her mother who made her do this and made her do that. And and um, Betty's mother died when she was young, I believe. Or did she die right at the beginning of the show when she was going through therapy? That was also weird, too. Don not believing in therapy so much that he would have 
um, his daughter. I mean, they'd have the doctor call him to tell him what was going on. That you want to know what a moment that I felt never felt worse for Betty was when the second to last episode, she's being the doctor is telling is saying the news about cancer. Uh, and we see Betty's face looking straight on. Now you'd think that she's looking at the doctor, but no, the doctor's over here talk, telling the man. The man must know. Man, I will tell you, and you will tell you will do what's best for the little lady. Wow. Betty's over there just kind of like. What? Uh, and I mean, yes, I I'm I can be critical of her, but if she wants everything to be normal, you know, who's she has to do what she she wants what she wants. And you can't you can you can't question the wishes of um it is hot in this bathroom. I closed everything up. You can't question and I'm wearing a hat because I shaved my head because I'm gonna no one else to cut my hair. I tried to cut my own hair, it ended terribly. Um but uh yeah, she you can't you can't help it's wrong of me to say, well, what she wants is wrong, but these are her wishes, she's going through it. Uh just a quick fire talking about other um characters. Harry Crane, I got a great email uh, I want to say a year ago or months ago, a long time ago, um, about Harry Crane and how despicable he is. And it was like, yeah, he seems kind of a prick. But then it just went further and further and further and further. Um, excuse me, Lane. Man, I thought Lane was, was one of the good ones. But then he, he gets beat up by his dad for not going back to England. He doesn't want to go back to England to the point where he leaves his family. And then he kind of shacks up with a Playboy bunny and then he realizes he's got to pay taxes. And we all know what happens to Lane at the end. And the worst thing I did was I wanted to learn about Lane, the actor. I was like, oh, I recognize that guy. What's that guy's name? So I type in, you know, Madman Lane. And Google loves to finish um, what you think they think you're typing. So it said Madman Lane Suicide. I went, what? And I deleted it. I was like, no, 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 no. I, I read that wrong. Something's wrong here. But, um, yeah, then it was like, it got to the point where I thought, I think I know what's going to happen. I think we know, I know what's going to lead to it. It was, it was annoying because I um, saw it, and it was annoying because I, um, I knew it was kind of coming. And the same thing happened with Dick. Um, look at that. I just, I should have muted my email. Same thing happened with Dick. I know that sounds weird, uh, but early on when the guy on the on the train looks at Don and says, Dick, Dick Whitman, and I thought, oh God, this guy is, you know, maybe he's either, it's some kind of weird mistake on identity. Um, I wonder what the significance of Dick Whitman is. So I Googled that like an idiot. And I saw AKA Don, I was like, no, I don't know what that means. And I deleted that. Um, but then it was like an episode or two later where it came out. So it was, I didn't have to live for years like I Spoiled myself on something. I don't think I spoiled much of anything else. Um, I wouldn't look up or read articles about the show, and I wouldn't. Um, I, I didn't. I didn't even like looking up the actor of how many episodes they were in a show. Because if I look up Mad Men and I say, "Oh, this actor's in five episodes," oh, so he's in more episodes, and then he's probably going to. Uh, he's probably going to. You know, they're either going to die or get fired. Um, uh, uh, Joe says again, Betty's mom really broke her. I remember her saying often that her mother treated her poorly. Yeah, I remember that too, like forcing her to do things. 
like like making fun of her for her weight or criticizing her for her because uh, because of her weight, a lot of that stuff um, that'll screw you up. And luckily, Sally seems to have to not um, fall into the same same root routine. Um, is someone named Eric L? Eric L. Interesting. What if I could look out the window and see who that Eric L is? Mm. All of them were messed up. Lane was in Mr. Deeds. Lane was in Mr. Deeds. I never saw Mr. Deeds, but I know he's in Chernobyl. And I believe he won an Emmy or the show won an Emmy, something like that. And I love the guy, so I want to go watch Chernobyl now um, to uh, to uh, see him some more. But I was only going to do about a half an hour, um, and I've gone over, so I think it's time. Thank you, Joe. Thanks, Jay. Thanks, Eric. Thanks, Mikusha. Thank you. Uh, all the guys on, on Twitter who sent me the questions, um, Paul Gallagher, who gave me, you know, gave me the great thought about Coke that I didn't even think of. And um, uh, uh, where is she? Where is she? Cheryl. I get it every time. Not, oh, no, wait. Uh, yeah, Cheryl, thank you very much. And um, oh, I got a like from Insane Robin. Jock, David Allen talked about how I missed, oh, I definitely missed something. Um, in season, oh, I'm going to read this right now. This was four days ago. In season six, episode eight, did you miss that Don was trying to recreate the first time with the prostitute, with Dr. Wife? I love that, every, that, that people are calling her Dr. Wife all the time. The prostitute was the first time any, anyone did anything for him. I totally missed that completely. That's pretty awesome. And I also want to thank Charlene, who retweeted almost every single episode that I put up, if not every single episode. Her, she's on Twitter, at Fresh Roasters. Guys, I hope you enjoyed this. This was a lot of fun doing uh, a lot of fun. I love doing the show. I can't believe people have found like found it and stuck with it, uh, especially with all the ums and uh and incorrect things and and, and mumbling. I used to mumble into my phone, then I got a fancy little recorder to talk into. Um, and I'm going to keep doing it because I keep enjoying it. You even put up, you, even if you fast forward through the ads, I don't care. I just appreciate it. And I thank you guys so much. Um, and I mean, I guess I should finish the show the way I finished every show. Um, so I'm going to say, um, you know, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for, for subscribing. You can follow me at Geekment. I'm never going to get this right. At Geek Mentality. You can follow the show at Made Man Pod. It will change, but just follow it. You'll be fine. You can follow the website, fansnotexperts.com. And, I mean, I've done it every other time, so I'm going to do it this time. <clears throat> Oh, I want to thank you. This is really weird doing it with the camera. But I want to thank you for listening and subscribing as I became a made man. Fans not experts.